Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is Super Bowl week, and what better way to break it down than with a Super Bowl champion? Let's get out to The Zone phone. Joining us now, our good friend and Cougar legend Rob Morris with us back on The Big Show. What's up, Rob? Not a lot, guys. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Man, we are, we're doing terrific. Uh, love Super Bowl week. I'm not particularly a big fan of either team playing, but, you know, it's always exciting. No, no, it's more than just that, Rob. He's been complaining the whole time. He doesn't even like talking about it because his hatred for Tom Brady is so great, and he doesn't like the Chiefs. Either. Yeah, be fair. I don't like the Chiefs either. So, I mean, what, Brother, what are we I can to ba- do? I, I, I can back you up on the Tom Brady hatred thing 100%. I, that guy is a bomb. <laughs> We're all tired of it. Go away. <laughs> we are. I agree, oh, Wait Rob. a minute. Wait right a minute. I, gotta, I think Rob is – I hope, Rob, are you kidding a little bit? Because, I mean, how do you rate Tom Brady as a talent? Well, I'm I'm kidding as much as you kid when you realize you would have five Super Bowls instead of five Super Bowl rings instead of one if it wasn't for Tom Brady. But otherwise, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty serious. But, no, he he's next level, right? He's the GOAT. I mean, I it's, it's whatever you want to say. I, I don't know how many times do you have to go. This is 10 Super Bowls. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Um, particularly in the modern era, so he's 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 a special guy, and there's there's no question that he's probably a huge reason why they're in the Super Bowl. This is what I keep why, telling Gordon, well, though, Rob, is that just because he's the greatest of all time does not mean you have to root for him. In fact, it means it's more likely to mean I'm going to root against him. Agreed. I'm like I said, I'm we're, we're on the same page. We're you're preaching to the choir here, yeah. buddy. I'm with you. So, so Rob, I got to <laughs> know what's it like to defend against that guy. I mean. Well, you know, he just he does everything so well. He he doesn't. I think part of the reason why there are still some people that kind of question whether or not he is the goat is because he doesn't. There's nothing that's super flashy about him. It's not. He doesn't awe you with his arm strength, or, but he's so smart and he can adjust on the fly. You know, in in a lot of ways, he's. You know, him and Peyton were similar. They were so good. They understood so well about what you were doing, and we would come in. You know, I I think we played him numerous times to get you know to try to advance the next round or get to the Super Bowl and you know we we won once but uh he just you come in with a great plan and you think we got this guy and then he just makes adjustments on the fly and and uh he's super smart he's just he's got a a great knowledge of the game and those guys are tough to defend against the guy's athletic or he has a, a gun you can figure out a way to stop that but the mind part is much more difficult did you get any good hits on him I don't know. I, I sacked him a couple times, I think, but I had good good hits. I don't know. I, that's that's a that's a good question. That's probably subjective. So I'll say yes. But if you asked him, he'd probably say, "Who's who? Who's Rob Morris?" What? <laughs> well, well, Rob, I was I was looking into the Super Bowl you played in. Of course, we remember it well. The Prince halftime game, if you will. You guys. Uh, Took mm-hmm. apart the Bears. I have no idea how Rex Grossman made a Super Bowl, but the Bears were good that year. They were at fifteen and four. I, I would imagine it's it's easy to look back on the Super Bowl with some nostalgia. But what was it like going through it? Were you just so focused on the game you didn't get caught up in the rest, or did you take it in a little bit? Yeah, you know, you, the, during the week, there were, it's you're so focused on it, and we had been so close for so long, and we had such a good team, and we finally got there, and. You know, to be honest with you, the the big celebration for us, the big like, 
Like winning the Super Bowl is great, but beating the Patriots at home in the AFC Championship game after being down by like 21 points, that was our Super Bowl. That was huge. And so to win the Super Bowl almost felt like a relief. Like, okay, good. We finally got to sort of, and we, we didn't screw it up. So, so, but during the week, you know, and it was interesting because I played against my best friend, John Tate, my college roommate, and, and we didn't speak the whole week. We didn't have any communication. And in the day of the game, I think it was a text like, good luck. And, good luck and that was it and so you're just you're you're uber focused um so there wasn't a ton of you know festivities and stuff but it, it was um and maybe some teams do that but for us it was a, it was a business trip uh, without question well, Rob, you i know you're you you are used to performing in front of big crowds been doing it all through your career well, what's it like to play in a game where you know like a billion people are watching? I mean, that, that, that's just crazy. Yeah. Nothing draws those kinds of eyeballs. Yeah, I, I, got, I don't know what other guys, how they would respond to this, but for me it's, it's, I, it's like that every single game until you get that first hit, and then it's, they're all the same. You know, um, Obviously, as you advance into the playoffs, the speed of the game amps up, the intensity amps up, the mistakes are amplified. But once the ball kicks off and you're you're hitting it, I don't know that you notice that there's 110 million people watching or, you know, just the stadium. So it really ends up being like a like a regular game. Yeah, you, know, you have the things like the long halftime and um, which are t- that that's a different adjustment, right? Everything changes up. There's more TV stuff, so the game the pace of the game is a little different, and that takes some getting used to. But the, the crowd and how many people are watching, I don't, I don't know that that has much of an impact once you start playing. Rob, I want to ask you about Andy Reid. Do you have a, a relationship with him? And what, uh, what about him makes him such an offensive savant? What makes him so good? Yeah, I, have, I, I, I wouldn't say we have a relationship. I went out when I was a, a GA at BYU. We went out, to, uh, went out with the O-line coach, Mark Weber, to Philly and spent some time with him. And Andy was great. And when I thought about coaching, he – you know, he reached out and said he'd be willing to help, I, but I, I don't know him super well. But, you know, I don't know where he gets this great offensive. Certainly some of it comes from just years of experience and taking things in. But I, I really think what makes him great is his relationship to the players. And um, he was a lot like Tony Dungy, I think, in that regard. Of The players viewed him as, I don't know, yeah, he's the coach, but you you sort of view Tony as like a mentor, like a, uh, not to be cheesy, but like a father figure. And so you you don't want to let those guys down. And when you, you know, Jim Mora had his qualities and he was a good coach, but it, you didn't want to get screamed at by Jim. With Tony, or I'm assuming with Andy, it's you don't want to get that look. You know, you didn't have to scream. He just gives you that, that disappointed look, and that's way worse than, than uh, you know, getting, getting called a mother effer over and over. So I think that's what really makes him great. Did you keep Rob any memento from your Super Bowl performance? Did, did, did you have anything in your trophy case? Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. I got um, and I got I got my jersey that I played in. But I got you know, people people brought me, people sent me stuff and gave me stuff. Of, you know, the programs and the little coins and you know, I have this little kind of faux Super Bowl ring looking thing that they gave us and the ticket stubs and, you know, media guides. And I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a pack rat anyway. And so I've got all that stuff. And, you know, the unfortunate part is all of it's in cardboard boxes in my basement. So there's really no point to having it. But, um, 
but yeah, I, you know, I, I, it was a special time and I wanted to, and you, and you realize as a player that it's hard to get there, which is why Tom Brady getting there 10 times is it's great. Like I can't even fathom that. And, you know, you talk to John Tate, I probably the, one of the hardest things about him is, you know, it takes you seven, eight years to get there. And then there's the stark realization you probably aren't going back. And um, so to win that is a huge deal. Rob Morris is with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, Rob, this question doesn't have – we can get back to talking about the game in a, in a minute, and this is probably a really <laughs> dumb question. But uh, NCAA football, the EA sports game, uh, they announced today it's coming back. And as a guy who was in NCAA college football uh, and probably in many edition of, of Madden football, did you ever go back and play with yourself? And if you did, did you, like, put yourself in it like running back or something? The way you phrase that question is is uh, a little hard to answer. I I never played with myself, but <laughs> I, I never actually, you know, I never, I don't know that I ever played that video game. I've had people, mostly it's young people, and it still happens occasionally with these guys that are playing the retro games. They'll be like, "Hey, I played you on Madden. You have a, you know, they'll tell me my speed rating and everything." But I I never, I was never a huge sport guy. I was more of a a, a Halo, Call of Duty. Uh, Nintendo 64, GoldenEye 007 type of guy. So I never really got into that. But I every once in a while, even even today, I'll hear somebody, they'll meet me, and then the next time I see them, they say, hey, I played you on Madden. It was awesome. I really yeah. should have phrased that question better. Yeah, uh, was, Rob, I want okay. to not I good. Want, Rob, Rob, look, Jake, <laughs> I have sat in the stands. Crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have sat in the stands with Rob. I've asked him about wearing a Superman T-shirt. I asked him about painting his toenails. I asked him about... Going after the 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 alligator in the in the Everglades, but I've never asked him if he ever played with there, himself. Huh? There, I mean, there, there is a line that you shouldn't cross, yeah, Jake, and I think you may have just crossed. I did. Wow, one of those one That's of those right. horribly wow. embarrassing moments. I, I apologize. All right, so, well, so let, let me and, he, and and Rob's a very thoughtful man. You know, I mean, he'll usually answer your question in depth. Yeah, I'm gonna that. I'm gonna go home tonight and say, hey, Naz, guess what I asked Rob Morris on on the radio today? Cougar legend, you know, played in the NFL for years. Guess what I asked him? I think I've, I've been known to be a, a bit un, irreverent in my day, so I, we'll, we'll allow it. So, okay, let me ask you this question, and Rob, when you when you see Patrick Mahomes play, and he's such a young guy still, when you see what he can do, I mean, what do you think? I think it's ridiculous. It's in, it's absurd. He he does things that you shouldn't be able to do on a football field. But what I, what what's impressive to me is that. When you talk to, uh, I, I've heard interviews with coaches and uh, people that he plays with. He's a he's a student of the game, right? So now you take a guy that has the mind of, you know, that's going to develop the mind like Tom Brady, but he has these physical talents that are absurd, and he just wants to win. And he's like 17 years old. I mean, if you were Andy Reid, like you coach forever, you never, you just as long as you have that guy. So he's he's a special talent. You know, guys like that that. Again, like I said, there's a lot of guys that have this rare physical ability that can do certain things. But when you combine it with a guy that has a love for the game, if he has a pedigree in his family, it sort of runs in the family. Um, he's a he's a scary guy, and he seems to be a humble guy that it, you know he's not going to let that success sort of go go buck wild. Plus, he has like a billion dollars, so he has no he doesn't have a care in the world. 
<laughs> you know, it's interesting because I had a chance to talk to a Kansas City Chiefs uh, coach this week, and he said exactly what you just said about Patrick Mahomes. He said he's super smart, super motivated, and super disciplined. And yeah, uh, yeah. That, that sounds and, and not to mention the athletic skills. I mean, that, that's the whole package. Yeah, and there, there have been guys that have come into this league with. I mean, I, Vince Young was a guy that you just you hadn't seen somebody like that. But I don't know that he had those intangibles that that Mahomes have, and I think that's what separates Mahomes from some other guys that have this freak ability, but just they kind of fade out. So. Well, Rob, I want to ask you how this one plays out. Who uh, who you think comes out on top? Is it uh, the magic of Tom Brady, or is it uh, the the unstoppable force that is the Chiefs? I think it's the Chiefs. I think I think it, the, it's going to be close in the first half. The Chiefs have this knack of of sort of turning it on and later in the game. And I think they were down in I don't know last year. Every playoff game they played in. And, um, but I they just have so much firepower, and I, I think that they're getting that the running back the layer back, and um, it's just it's 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 insane what they have now. On the flip side, I think that. The Buccaneers' defense is good. They have a, you know, if they can get, if they can get to Mahomes, that'll that'll be huge. Um, but I, I think that I think that the Chiefs have a little too much firepower, and I I kind of always, you know, even though as a defensive guy, I, I kind of think that unless you're sort of the, you know, one of these old Bears or Ravens defenses, that the defense isn't going to win you. That the time when, you know, the Ravens won with that great defense, and then they had a decent offense. Trent Dilfer was their quarterback, but that. I don't think that happens all the time. So I, I sort of lean toward the, the team that has the most firepower. And, and I think you see that with, with the Chiefs and, and how they get creative. So I'm going to go Chiefs. So, Rob, I have two questions for you. One is, what was your favorite kind of defense to play in? And when you watch an NFL game or any football game, what do you think is the most effective way to get – do you like aggressive? Do you like aggression on defense, blitzing, or do you like sitting back and playing and making a team uh, sort of beat itself? What's your what's your preference? I like drafting Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis, and Bob Sanders, and then you play whatever <laughs> defense you want to play, and, it, and, and it's a wrap. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I was drafted into this Vic Fangio zone blitzing – style defense and two years in when they all got fired Tony came in it was a complete opposite it was a it was a you know cover two mostly seven-man fronts you know we played uh, some, some three deep we blitzed occasionally but we we were not trying to fool anybody the people knew exactly what we we're going to be in and we just did it off talent so I don't know I mean I don't know if you remember a few years ago in the Super Bowl when the Giants beat the Patriots and they the, the Giants blitzed relentlessly and it worked and they they even toward the very end of the game they were going after Tom Brady and it worked so I don't know, I like that style of defense but as a linebacker if you have two rush ends like Dwight and and Robert like we had and you don't have to blitz it, it's really nice to to play that style of defense, right? Because you're essentially, you know, the pass rush is just two guys. You don't have to bring a fifth or sixth guy. And my follow-up is with the with the recent attention paid to guys like Shaquille O'Neal, who have criticized uh, Donovan Mitchell and other modern, uh, current NBA players. When you watch 
NFL games now. Uh, do you think? What do you think of the talent you see on the field relative to back when you were a young player? I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's there. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this whole Shaquille. Like, just shut up for once. Go eat. Uh, make a free throw and then come back and say something to the new guys. But I, I think um, I think the talent level, you know, it's interesting. I'll, I'll tell you a story about Tony Dungy one time. I asked him, we, we had Mel Blunt come and speak to us in practice. And when Tony introduced him, I thought, oh, man, this is like a defensive end from the Steelers day. And then he said Mel Blunt. And I was like, that's a corner? I, that, the guy's insanely huge. He looks like a defensive end. And so I asked Tony later, said, hey, Tony, what what would – those defenses, those Steelers defenses from the 70s when you played, how would have they fared against the modern offenses? He said we would have absolutely ran with any offense in the modern day. And so I think it's kind of – I think it's, it's, it's uh, you know, the game changes. Obviously, I think you see more, to, more of an emphasis on uh, speed and quickness, particularly with a team like um, Kansas City. But – you know, you have other teams that are doing it kind of the old school way. So I think it's I think it's getting the right players that fit your scheme. Um, and you know, a lot, I think the Patriots won a lot of Super Bowls with a less talented roster, but they had the guys that fit into their scheme. And then you you see guys that left their team and just you know kind of disappeared. So it's huge to fit guys into your scheme, and I think that matters as much or more than kind of the overall talent level. You can have really talented guys that don't fit that are wasted. You see it all the time. A guy gets drafted high, is a bust, goes to a new team and becomes an all-pro guy in a couple of years because he's in the right system. So, But I think the talent Jake, level is probably similar. Jake, you mind if I sneak one more in on Rob here? Go for it, Gordo. Zach Wilson, what kind of projection do you have for him in the NFL? I hope he kills it. He, you know, I, I hope he um, gets a good financial manager. He's gonna make a he's gonna make a bunch of money uh, right out of the gate. But I love it, man. I I root for the local guys, I, and uh, I love that he's he's been thought of as you know this guy could be the second you know top five pick in the draft. And um, but you just it's so it's so hard, Gordon, to to predict. I mean. Who, who predicted Patrick Mahomes outside of Andy Reid? I don't know that anybody like who, who knew who Patrick Mahomes was when he got drafted. Um, and then you'll have guys that are super high picks that, you know, don't pan out. So I, 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 I hope that he gets, you know, again, I think what he has is he has a little Mahomes in him, right? He's a gunslinger, but he's also a student of the game. He's proven that he's willing to do what it takes in the off season to get better. You know, I think he's a smart player. He's probably going to be more mature than most quarterbacks that come in. Um, is he a mission guy? Is he, is he an older no, guy no. or is he? No, he's young. No, so so he's so he'll be the same kind of the same age. But you know, I just think, um, yeah, I hope he I hope he kills it. And it's always tough when you when when you get drafted that high. You, you know what that means? You go into a bad team. Um, so. If he can fall with the right the right fit with some pieces around him and and a couple receivers and a good tight end, I think you got a I think he's got a shot. Rob, we always appreciate it when you drop by the show. Thank you very much. You bet. I'm always happy to to join you guys. Thanks, Rob. And Jake won't Jake won't ask you any personal questions next time. Huh?
<laughs> Not that personal, anyway. Uh, all right, there you go. The great Rob Morris, uh, Super Bowl champion. Of course, Cougar uh, legend, no doubt about it. We always like it when Rob can drop by the show.